Hey, Sarda, did you know that they accidentally leaked Persona 3's remake on Instagram of all places? I heard. Yeah, no, that part's that's the part that's funny to me. It's not that it was leaked, it was leaked on Instagram. Not not any other platform, Instagram. Of of all the places. The Insta. But yes, hello everyone. Welcome to the Skeleton Crew Podcast. I'm Strauss. That's Sardo. We're your hosts. Boy. We're skeletons. We had Milk Manor last time. That was fun. That that was wild. Um, big props to to my good friend Kimmy for yeah. joining us. That yes. was a lot of fun. Yeah, we we still want to thank Kimmy as our first ever guest. She gets special privileges of being number one. Numero uno. How does it feel to she, be? She is numero uno, Kimmy. I hope you're feeling great about it. She was number one, and he was number one. There's a SpongeBob for every situation. Probably oh. is. Speaking of episodes, oh. we might talk about it one day. We might talk about SpongeBob because we are old you enough know, to remember it premiering. I, I was there. We were I was th there. I was there. At the before times. <laughs> any, uh, any news from you, Sardo, that you might want to talk before we get started with our main topic by any chance? Oh. Fun things happening in any of your circles? Oh, nothing much from Sardo land. Um, although, though I am, um... I am doing a drag performance tomorrow. Very oh. excited. But I, I, I say tomorrow. We're recording on Friday. It's, you know what? Time's not real. But I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm, I'm hoping it goes well. I'm feeling confident. So it makes you um, feel any better every time I do that and I talk about things I'm doing the next day. I'm like, why am I bothering? <laughs> By the time that this comes out, that has already happened. <laughs> you know, it's I, it's a thing. Just. If you're listening to this now, assume that it's gone great, because I'm great. Or assume that it's gone hilarious, because chaos. Yes. Well, what about you, Strauss? Um, not much going on around here, um, other than dealing with wildfires, not even in my country Ooh. this time. I'm, Ugh. I'm one of the few people who lives on the East Coast, who's from California, so this is just like, ah, I've been through this before. But, uh, yeah, luckily the air quality ain't so bad out here where I'm at, so that's nice. Well, I'm glad for that. Uh, we would like to apologize to the city, to the, uh, city of Canada. Uh, you're on fire. I'm, I'm very sorry for that. That is not great. It's not great, but, uh, you know, protect your forest. Green yeah, deals. Just very important we only got one planet let's try to live on it for as long as possible because we haven't been able to get our butt to mars and that's the second time i got to reference total recall this week hooray uh. I, I only i don't get to usually reference the movie total recall starring arnold schwarzenegger oh that, arnold that your favorite arnold role um Kindergarten Cop. I've never actually seen it. <laughs> I'd be surprised. Uh, I don't know. I thought he was pretty good in Predator. I mean, th that's also a good pick. I've actually been to where that's been filmed. Oh, really? Yeah, it was filmed in Mexico. It's near Puerto Vallarta. I've, I've been there. Like, there's a restaurant there now. <laughs> I've been to Puerto Vallarta. 
the 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 word you just said. Puerto Vallarta. I'm sorry, I bit my tongue today at work, so if, if I sound a little more mushmelt than usual, that's why. That's understandable. I hate when I bite my tongue. Yeah. It's never pleasant. It it it, it doesn't hurt for very long, but it, then it swells up like a balloon. Exactly. So if, if my diction is a little less crisp than, than it usually is, because it's normally so crisp, uh, yes, that's why. Because we speak... As we speak in internet terms that only 50% of people could make, might even remotely understand. Yeah. <laughs> our scrungly vinguses and our blingleblongies. <laughs> and we've been schmeckledorfed. So... And that's our second reference to Spongebob in less than five minutes. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to our main topic, shall we? So, Strauss, what's on the table for today? Yeah, today we've decided to talk about something very different from last time. Or is it? Eh, eh kinda. Mm. But we're talking... Now, Sardo, you and I have been around on the internet for about a combined 40 years. Yeah. We've seen empires rise and fall, eras and epochs get dismantled by the power of things we're talking about shipping nonsense and how that's been like for us i guess for the past 20 some years and i uh, i just want to say for for our listeners at home uh you can't see it but i am staring off into the middle distance as you speak <laughs> Because, holy shit, it really has been that long, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I go through that every so often when I realize, like, the first time I ever went onto fanfiction.net was, like, 2001. <laughs> and it's, uh, 2023. God. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not making it any better for either of us. Strauss, I, I say this kindly as a friend, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> I understand the pain. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, Strauss, what's yeah. shipping? Okay, yeah, that's a good question. We should probably explain some terminology. One of our favorite things as uh, educators and librarians, we like to uh, know stupid bullshit <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. But shipping as a term is basically when you pair two characters together in a thing you like and want them to mash uglies. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the pairing up as Noah did on the Ark. Um, and you ship he, he, he shipped those animals. He, he done shipped them somewhere else. I mean, he, he, yeah, he shipped them in both senses because he was taking them to somewhere else as well, so. And also making um, them fuck. It, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Noah, by the way? I can't say I have. <laughs> it's a good movie. We should watch it sometime. We should. Not, not for the podcast, just in general. It, it, has some, it has some of my favorite shots in cinema. Well. Today in, oh right, I have a film degree and I actually have language that I know. <laughs> Surprise, we can be high-minded. <laughs> but, but see, it's, it's amateur hour 24-7 over here for me. Well, no, it's it's only amateur hour until we talk about something like Hey K Story, and then we're like, ah, yes, this glass of wine, it's uh, from 1984, and it's very delicious. 
Love this camera work. The cinnamon toast crunch. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, shipping has been part of what is known as fandom. With an F. Because that's how the word is spelled. And, I mean, I think fandom's an interesting word for me because I I think that it's like it tends to contextually be used in a very specific sense but it's like if if you've enjoyed a thing to any like noticeable degree you've probably been in, involved in fandom yeah generally and but, oh no you you go yeah no i'm i'm just thinking that i mean, Everybody's been involved in fandom, and and I mean it tends to get applied to very like specific subsets. I see it applied a lot to like the Marvel movies and and stuff like that. Um, back in the day, um, uh, back before we knew that J.K. Rowling was a horrible person, it was it was Harry Potter. Harry Potter was, I think, one of my very first fandoms, as it was for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. I I think the best way, I guess, first we should define what a fandom is exactly in this yeah. context. Because, mm-hmm. like, we're all fans of stuff. Like, right. even even the most normal motherfucker you know is a fan of something. Either a band, or a movie, or a sports team, yeah. or a beer. But, depending, um... Depending on your alcohol uh, intake. <laughs> Oxford Languages Dictionary defines fandom as a noun, the state or condition of being a fan of someone or something. My 17 years of sports fandom. I, I thought that was me. I didn't know you liked sports. What sport do you like? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm... <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I, I know. I know you are. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, but, but we're um... not talking in that context of the literal definition because that's not the same. No, it's not. It's fandom here, I think, applies to a very, a very specific type of fan experience. That is when you collect a bunch of nerds in the room and tell them to start discussing their favorite movie, Star Wars, and they start talking about shit in the most nerdy way possible. Yes. And that's what we mean by fandom. We're not talking about, oh, hey, Jim, did you catch the game last night? They sure did want it in that insert regular time of play of support you like. They really kicked ball. Depending on which sport, that's usually a good or a bad thing. (laughs) That could be really hyper-specific. But what we mean is, is when you get... Um, Sardo and I on a podcast and tell us to start talking about Samurai Warriors for less than two hours. It doesn't uh, happen. <laughs> Strauss, that's not fandom. That's an unreasonable ask. <laughs> I mean, that's also true. But, but fandom is a lot of things. It's It's a deep, dark, scary nest of wild emotions and wild, um disagreements and um uh lots of stuff yeah uh, yes what is the question where 
what was the primordial birthplace of your start in fandom? Like, what what website, what place did you really start getting involved in fandom? Okay, so I, I might have the more unusual story of the two of us, so I'm, I'm okay with starting off. If, oh, so you're calling me basic. No, I'm calling me fucking weird. <laughs> you got it backwards. I'm saying I'm an insane weirdo who comes from... I'm like the Australia here. Or the Madagascar, mm. where, like, I have this weird... Like, I still got to this point with, like, the crocodile. But mm. it went in a weird divergent evolution. <laughs> or, like, yes, it's a tortoise, but it's got, like, horns on it. Right. Or, uh, what's that? What's the fifth reptile called? It's the one with the uh, with the eye on its head. Uh... Oh, God, I... I... But anyway, point is, I've always been weirdly hands-off because I didn't really go to, like, fan forums or anything like that. So I think Mm -hmm. what it was, I forget for what exactly it was, but I have a couple ideas. Mm -hmm. I I had finished either reading or watching. You know what? You know what? I think I know what it was. Hmm. It was Cardcaptor Sakura. Ah, of all good things. Shit. No, good choice. I'm glad because the other one was Rurouni Kenshin, but then I realized, no, it might have also been that too. But I was yeah. like, I'd finished reading it. Or in this case, Cardcaptor Sakura was no longer on US television. And I was curious of looking up more content and somehow, some way, because I just kind of ended up on fanfiction.net. As you do. Which is basically, I think, how a lot of people ended up on fanfiction.net back in the day was by accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, well, I started reading stuff. And I've been poisoned ever since. <laughs> First from the beginning. <laughs> and this was somewhere in the very early 2000s because, like, fan content has always existed on the internet. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you and I can, like, we both went on to new grounds at one point. We've all been there. Rest in peace, Flash. It was an era of all time. But we're not talking about that today. We'll talk about that a different day. We promise. (laughs) But that's where I ended up. And then that sort of led me to DeviantArt. And then it, then I just watched all these weirdo nerds pettily argue about a show I didn't watch, and I just kept looking at it. And it's always kind of interesting when you're, like, not deeply invested in the argument. Well, it, it was different because I, like, I had friends of mine who were into Naruto. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, but I watched, like, a, because, like, the one thing I, like, read really deeply into and got horribly burned up burned in different ways for Roni Kenshin didn't have that like shipping problem because mm-hmm. everyone just kind of like agreed with the with like what the author wanted and now we all want to kill him yeah <laughs> now everyone wants him dead which is a very mm-hmm. weird not for the usual things but because he's a horrible human being and he should be in prison yes he should so but but like everyone just kind of like yeah no these are the pairings we're cool with that and then you go over looking at like all the other fan bases. You're like, whoa, what's going on what over here? Why is it all on fire? Uh, I, I am that gif 
from Community where Danny Gl- Donald Glover comes in, whatever his character's name was. I don't remember. I didn't really watch Community. I think it was Troy. Yeah, it's Troy. Yeah, you're right. And Troy comes in with all the pieces and everything's on like absolute chaos. He's like, <gasps> and that's me. Yep. And I kept looking at it like, wow, look at all the chaos. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> there, there's a gift for everything so there is sardo what was your introduction um so there's a story here i love um, stories and i don't know strauss if i have told you this story before but uh if i have i'm gonna tell it again well that because... wasn't on the podcast so it's not just yeah, for me. I'm, I'm going to tell you again because it was really funny. Well, that's um, also good. So, I was about 11 years old. Little little nerd into Harry Potter, as as a lot of kids were at the time. Um, and I... I, I guess I kind of had a crush on the serious black character. He was like this cool, edgy dude, long hair who rode a motorcycle. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And so um, my my family gets a computer. And I I learn about this thing called fan fiction. It's like people people writing stories about, about stuff that I like. So it's like, I'm going to see if I can find some... You know, some of these stories people have written about my favorite character who who hasn't, you know, had a lot of coverage in the story. And this is so cool. And I look it up and um, the first thing I find is like one of those uh, pairing fan sites for um, Sirius and Lupin. Uh-huh. And um, I I read this story and, and in it, one of them drops reference to them having anal sex. And I didn't know what the fuck that was. And, um, for the next four years of my life, I thought anal sex was what, what made sense to me. Two dudes rubbing their butts together until something happened. <laughs> like, like rubbing their butt cheeks together. No, no, I get what you mean. It's really funny. Oh, no. Because it's like, well, that doesn't make sense. What, and... And I was and I was trying to piece it together, and it's like you know what that that makes the most sense. We're gonna go with that. I still don't get it, but okay. And and now in hindsight, it's like, oh, I I probably shouldn't have been reading that. Oh no, I, 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 I I'm also equally extremely guilty of reading something I really shouldn't have been reading at that age. And it's that the joy of the internet. It's just absolutely no supervision at all oh yeah like early 2000 internet like you could just literally be like playing a game on the internet and suddenly there's titty yep i think we yep. bo- one specifically featuring a certain samurai i think you know which one i'm talking about yes i do <laughs> like oh god this game's hard wow there's boobs in this game what <laughs> Hey, uh, we both uh, things we remember from ye old new grounds, which was we should not have been on. (laughs) No, 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 not not at the edge we were. A cursed place. (laughs) A beautiful cursed place. So that was, um, I think, my first uh, experience with fandom to my memory, and then um, I got really into Live Journal. 
I stayed mostly within the Naruto fandom. I I was in that that bonfire that you walked into like, oh. <laughs> Mine was between like several artists and one of which I still actually follow, which is the funniest part. You remember Gabzilla? She's still around. She still does art. Gabzilla. <laughs> yeah, she's still, still plugging away at it. Huh. Super talented. Yeah, but it's just like, I just remember all the weird petty shipping arguments from back oh, in the yeah. day i'm just like i guess that's really what this is about we're gonna now talk we're now gonna really dive into the thing but i'm really talking about the one thing that has persisted in fandom in these circles for ages and that is people complaining about the characters you think who should kiss and i i think i i might have mentioned this on on a previous episode but the the argument of like who to ship with who because xyz never made a ton of sense to me because i've um, you know look, look at me i'm a weirdo i'm weird i'm not like other people you see this hat only weirdos would wear this but no, I, I i'm always, not I've like other girls it's like not the norm like i've i my my favorite naruto ship was orochimaru and tsunade <laughs> And that... no Jiraiya, because Jiraiya was kind of a creep. Honestly, unpopular opinion, but that was just me. But Slightly unpopular opinion. I think everyone agrees he was a pervert. But also, in turn, he was voiced by David Loge. Y- yes. But Orochimaru was voiced by Steve Bloom, and that's a very powerful combo. It's intense. <laughs> those, the, but... the, those two going in, in a dramatic reading off is like, yes, no, more, please. Please. No, keep talking. But, We're enjoying this. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I guess, like, the shipping stuff never really... I saw it, and I kind of enjoyed, like, the drama of it, but it never really affected me. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really say I'm all that much different, because I just look at it and be like, wow, these people really care very much whether or not Naruto's going to kiss Sakura, Sasuke, or Hinata. And the answer is, uh, they, they he picked Kishimoto picked the the right choice in my opinion. You had three Fair options enough. to where to take this, and Sasuke sucks. As we learn, he's a deadbeat dad. Naruto, you made the and... right choice. You had two better options, and you picked between your initial crush and the girl who has no pupils. <laughs> And also, to be fair, Sasuke was probably never really an option. <laughs> never truly an option, but honestly, you had that as an option, and he's a deadbeat dad, so who cares? Yeah, he, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. He's Sasuke. Sasuke. God, that was, you know, that, that, I'm like, that wasn't what I wanted to sound like, but now it's a different joke entirely. <laughs> who is your favorite Naruto character? It's Sasuke. Wait, no! That's not Sasuke! It's, it's Sasuke! Sasuke. <laughs> and then the noise. And then the chin. Da Vinky? <laughs> we're, 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 we're the presence of the Da Vinky fan club. Boros Twins, please sponsor us. Boros Twins, please come on our podcast. We would honestly, absolutely love it. I would, I would die. I would be so happy. It's not like my end goal person to be on here but it, it, it's one of my total ones north american cryptids i'm sorry what was that who oh, was my... your end goal person 
Uh, Engel's person should be Maki Ito. Yes. <laughs> because it makes no sense. Yes. We're not a wrestling podcast. We don't speak Japanese. Why would she be on here? <laughs> it's it's just like five minutes for swearing at us. <laughs> Honestly, that would be awesome. <laughs> I it would be. It would be. <laughs> I would I would be super down. Me too. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of fandom bullshit, we could talk about wrestling for twenty fucking hours, <laughs> and just the bullshit there. Do we ship? <laughs> That's also a thing. That's a different sense of nonsense. We'll get there though. We, yeah, we, we, one at a time. But yeah, like shipping nonsense. When I think about it, is just like the way it used to be discussed back when we were young was like, would you say it's more or less toxic? Because it it's still toxic. <laughs> Either way, but would you say the toxicity is, like, same level, not as bad, worse, or just strangely I'm, different? I'm gonna say it's it's different for one thing. And for another, I, I think it's... The, the level at which technology has changed and progressed, and the amount of, like, shit that's more accessible now, because, like, you know... As as a teenager getting into dumb shipping arguments, people say say and do some dumb shit. But it's like it's way easier, I think, to ruin somebody's life now over dumb shit. And like not not to say that people back then wouldn't have ruined each other's lives over dumb shit. Some people did. <laughs> well, I would say for me the big difference is it's how you did it was very different. Yes. Because, like, back then, when you and I were, like, watching these trash fires happen in real time, mm -hmm. in, like, the comment sections in a DeviantArt or a Quizzilla. Ah, yes. I bet you haven't heard that name in a while. Quizzilla. Yeah. That's a name I haven't heard in years. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it, like when when we used to look at those arguments in the comment sections of things, it was always like weirdly focused on the characters. Yes. Like, for example, and this is from my experience, if you were like a lady who could have been a love interest, and it was a male male pairing situation, you would get people violent be very violently misogynistic about that one character i i do remember um and and i think that this was probably some of the the very worst shit that that came of that that time we are reflecting upon um i i remember more than a few like fan fictions out there of like people like violently killing sakura <laughs> and, or and just like or doing horrible things to her because she was oh, yeah. in the way. Yeah, no, like the difference was from nowadays, where it's like nowadays is very focused on the person doing the shipping. Like, yes. nowadays it's about like if we ship something that was quote unquote problematic, and considering mm -hmm. the two of us, I think we're just inherently problematic people, just problematic men. Just, just problematic men. And I, I think to, um, I'll, I'll be real, like, the the thing that has cropped up in today's, like, modern shipping discussion that I don't maybe understand, like, the, um, like, how, how this works is, is the pro-ship versus anti-ship thing. Because, like, 
I don't know. I I guess if you asked me, it's like I. I guess I, I'd be a quote-unquote anti because, like, I think there's some stuff that it's like, that's fucking weird. That's really gross. I don't, you know, g generally I think there's there's some stuff that is just, like, not great. Sorry, like talking about your ship. <clears throat> that, that was carpets don't match the drapes doll. Disgusting. I, I don't like it when people ship Thomas and Percy. I think it's problematic. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure. But but I think the thing is that it's like there's there's a lot of shipping stuff out there that it's just like ew that's weird and then you go about your business. Well, I, as opposed to like I, I think yeah. the, I think the difference is between say what we do and what a lot of the internet now does, or at least a segment of the interwebs, is that we're like I don't like this, and then we don't, and then we walk away. And then we it's never like, look at it again. Gross. Ew. How dare you make Cosmic Curio kiss? Uh. Um... Nugget? <laughs> no, actually, give more kisses to Nugget. Nugget doesn't even have lips. Nugget doesn't have lips. How does Nugget even smooch? But Nugget deserves how, how kisses. How dare you ship Cosmic Curio with, um, the, the late Shinzo Abe? <laughs> Oh, uh, that, that is problematic. Uh, that one, no, that one, that one definitely. That's a different problem. On, I was gonna be like, how dare you ship Cosmic Curio with the gold statue of Cosmic Curio holding a bunch of money? That's a great ship. But that's really funny. That's why I didn't say it. Nugget's funny too because it's like, no, Nugget deserves smooches. She's a good chicken. Yeah, give her a little kiss on the head. Mm -hmm. Would, it just I, or maybe don't do that you'll get salmonella <laughs> well no it, you, well i don't know i don't know how how it's transferred via chickens <laughs> i'm well, not a probably sure chickens you, you probably should, well no this is 1980s chickens so i'm not sure if it's as bad or worse i don't know that's a great question we don't know but the point is like for us it's like ew i don't like this thing it's gross and bad or i don't like this pairing in general well see ya <laughs> And then we, we hop like, into our pink Barbie sports car and drive away. Yeah. Because you know we have that. <laughs> but but I think there there is this subset of, like, fandom population that it's like, you know, if you like this, you are a disgusting human being. And, you know, you, you should, you know, you should be in jail. <laughs> and it's like... You should be executed in front of the emperor. And it's like there's there's stuff that it's like okay there's there's a whole discussion to be had about how how folks engage with with media and media literacy media you know criticism and all that but but it's another to be like I don't know <sighs> violently angry that somebody shipped something weird and gross. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to me, like, and the difference, that's what it's like nowadays. Back then, you'd have, like, weird, violent anger towards characters. Like, I could probably name, I could probably remember, like, the amount of times you would look up a fic and it would make, like, a female character, like, die or be the worst person you ever met, mm -hmm. homophobic... And and that's the thing that I've um, I've noticed has been kind of a holdover from um, early aught shipping to now shipping is this you know taking a female character who gets in the way of your pairing and going 
they can't love her. She's abusive. And then grafting traits onto her that she never actually had. You just don't like that she's in the way. The only <laughs> the only character I accept that for is Godric the Grafted. For his grafting yeah. is his thing. As we see, Elden Ring has shown you can graft yourself to other things, like dragons. I I ship Godric the Grafted with grafting. <laughs> this is a terrible joke. That's so bad. I love yeah. it. It's horrible. It's the worst. But yes. But... but- I, I think to me, when it comes to the toxicity debate, I think it's just different. It, it's fair. It's just different. It's it's. I feel like it's kind of apples and oranges because, like, it's it's. I'd say just about as toxic as it was. It's just a different kind. I also think another part of it is that the toxic elements are kind of now off doing their own thing, mm-hmm. more so than it used to be. Because like. Back when we were doing this, like, you only, we had a lot more websites to do this on, but we're all kind of met in the same spaces. Yeah. And it was just, like, angrily being in the comments of somebody's fanfic or fan art. And, I mean, too, there were things, like, there were fan pages, there were, like, fan websites, and there was, like, listings, and there was, like... Early aughts really was kind of a heyday for fandom stuff. God, I forgot about I fan mean, pages. <laughs> maybe not like quality wise, but definitely quantity wise. Well, yeah, because uh, for for the, for the youngins in the back or in the front, I don't know where where do the groundlings go here in, in our supposed theater of our podcast? Where they want to sit? Well, you know that's fair. Can't argue that. But, you know, yeah. it's like back then, you getting just like a, a bullshit webpage up was very quick and easy. And I do mean bullshit because it usually was very sparkly. Oh, yeah. It had Linkin Park everywhere. Oh, middies. Do you, do you remember middies? Yes, I remember middies. And, and, and you couldn't you always use the full song because it was hard to find. Or it was a clip of Bill Kit- Clinton telling you he did not sleep with that woman. So, um, for, for the folks who are listening to this, who, who might not have, um, had experiences with midis, I want you to imagine, uh, an instrumental version of a song. Maybe it's Last Resort by Papa Roach. Only it's, um, yeah, it's, it's instrumental and it's played on like the worst honking keyboard you've ever heard in your entire life. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No breathing. Oh, God. A fun fact. uh, You want to hear a little fun fact about the band Papa Roach while we're on the subject matter? Oh, do tell. I'm always here for Papa Roach fun facts. Um, This one is a personal one. Uh, One of my old babysitters, Bia, like, actually knew them. Oh, my God. How? uh, She worked for uh, one of the radio stations around San Francisco, which is where they're from. Holy shit. So, you know, I can't believe they're real. Yeah. Papa Roach is real. But yeah, that's that, a fun That fact. is wild. But yeah, so like, I think the big difference in, in fandom content was that like, a lot of the people engaging in fandom content back then 
were a lot younger than they yeah, are. There were... Like, I mean, I do think there was there was an interesting mix because depending on the fandom you were in, you you did get a lot of like like women around like you know around my age now, um, like thirties, forties. And and they were like engaging with the content, but it was also kind of fucking weird because they were engaging with it around like actual teenagers doing this dumb shit. And I, mean, I don't get that. That's still kind of the thing, but the big difference was people didn't tell you how old they were on the internet back then. It was a surprise. That that was a, that's that's another thing that's changed about all this nonsense is that back when we were younger, you didn't say you were thirteen when you were on the internet. <laughs> I do have, like, a distinct memory of, like, I, I was in this, like, Metalocalypse roleplay live journal community. I think I was, like, 16. Yeah, mm. Yes, I know those words just left my mouth. I, 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 I hate the fact that I got every single word of that without None skipping a beat. None of those words are beat. in the Bible. No, no, they are not. Especially Metalocalypse. No. But I remember I was in this community and I met this person through that who liked pickles too. And we we started like writing together and we would like write through AOL Instant Messenger, um, dating myself immensely here. Um, and eventually, I don't know how it came up in conversation, but like I, I mentioned something about like school or whatever. And she's like, oh, how old are you? I'm like 16. She's like, oh, I'm 35. And I'm like, Ah. Yeah, yeah. Like back, that was always the funny. That's like the funny thing I've noticed about like youngins on the internet now is that they are very willing and readily to be super honest about how old they are in a way yeah. that like we never did. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Yeah, no. <laughs> like nowadays we do it, but that's because we're like adults and like, why do we care? <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm a million years old. Like, yes, I am in my 30s. But yeah, so I mean, I will say from, like, my fandom experience, there was, like, this, like, it was mostly teenagers, but also, like, the odd mixing of the occasional, like, middle-aged woman whose kids were at school <laughs> that just so happened to, like, also be into the thing you were into. Yeah, and yeah, th those women were usually much nicer than everyone else. <laughs> Typically, I, they, they were either, like, the nicest people you've ever met or, like, the worst people you've ever yes. met. Yes. <laughs> the, the one thing I've learned about, like, middle-aged women in, with, like, children in fandom is either they are the absolute angels and they're, like, you're the one shining light in this sea of dark horror. Yes. Or they are just the biggest bitch. <laughs> And you don't want yeah, to be it's, them. It's it's like it's, it's, I've never I've never heard a middle ground story about those people, including now from people my age. Yeah, there's there's seldom a middle ground there. But yeah, I I just you know, kids, I'm not sure why you're telling us all that you're 13 and like think sex is gross all the time. Why are you talking to me? But, but it's, like, also, like, adults in fandoms, like, hey, 30-year-olds in fandoms, like, you probably shouldn't be arguing with kids online. No, like, I, I just argue, I'm like, what I usually say is, you're a child, and then I go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. I don't want to argue with someone who was a fetus when I 
self-actualize as a human being. <laughs> uh, no, that's being nice. Just... Some of them aren't even born yet. <laughs> I I just I I guess I've never been like a big arguing on the internet kind of person in general. Which it which isn't to say I'm like super enlightened or above it all. I just I'm afraid of conflict. <laughs> Fair. But I don't know. So Strauss, what what's been like your weirdest fandom experience? Oh, that's hard. I guess we're shipping's concerned to narrow it down. Oh, that's even harder. Cause like I've always fully admitted that I've had a very hands-off experience with the shipping side of things because you know I was watching these like who I assumed were people older than me and now I've learned were literally my age or even younger mm -hmm. like arguing incessantly about who should be paired with who for so long like at one point I'm like I, I rarely got into shipping arguments. I do know my weirdest fandom experience, and it was Wrestle Twitter. Oh <laughs> shit! It was. I was. I remember because I was defending a statement by about by one Dave Meltzer who constantly says weird shit as a journalist, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I remember he was saying, and I had heard prior to it making it onto Twitter the actual statement, like in full. In classic Twitter fashion, people only heard, like, parts of it and not the whole statement. And, and this course. is not, and this is one of the rare times where I would probably ever defend Mel the Meltzy on the Twitter. I was just saying, like, you know, he was saying, like, oh, they should call up Bailey now because we know how TV is in America. Like, she's 27. Once she get like, passes, like, 32, they're, like, her being, like, the young, youthful one is not going to cut it. And to like TV execs because they're stupid and bad. Right. You know, stuff that like was misogynistic in nature because you were talking about misogyny. Yeah. And, and not, it's like, I not inherently maybe... misogynistic and not one of the many misogynistic things said by Dave Meltzer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like I defended it. It's like, well, all, I was like, man, these people not understanding that what he's saying is something that like, yeah, TV execs are that kind of stupid. Right. And then hours later at like 3 a.m. Because this was college. And of course I was up at 3 a.m. Uh-huh. As one is to do when you're in like higher education. And suddenly you have. Or in your early 20s in general. Of course. Or now for some of us. As we both side-eyed towards like. The side being like. Yeah I've done that. Uh. <laughs> I was like. You know, you're wrong. Like he starts saying I was wrong. I'm like. What? And no, this was hours later. I mean, like, I said that statement, like, 12 hours ago. Damn. And this went on for, like, two hours. Of him shifting the goalposts. When he, I think he started to realize he agreed with what I said, but he started the argument. Oops. That's what I assumed happened. Because I was saying that what were... Meltzer said was not incorrect, maybe not necessarily 100% true, but, like, something that could happen. You were, you were kind of sticking up for the guy, like, not, not something that you would, you would do often, but in this case, you had a reason to kind of stick up for the guy. Yeah, 
we were both like sticking up for what he said because it's like, yeah, TV executives are terrible human beings and are evil. That is my favorite thing on Twitter, though, is like seeing two people agree with each other and then get into like a heated argument over agreeing with each other because they don't understand that they're agreeing. <laughs> yeah, I, I started realizing he was moving the goalposts and I'm like, huh. But anyway, what was your weirdest like fandom moment slash shipping argument if you have one? Oh, you know, I I don't really have a whole lot of weird shipping stuff to recount. I, you know, me neither because I realized the only people I talk my ship ships with are like you and other friends, and they just kind of like, yeah, no, I disagree if they don't care for it. It's like I I think we've kind of found like the 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 way to true peace in the fandom space is just to find like a handful of people who can either like agree with you or like respectfully disagree with you and like leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. It's like now you and I ship a lot of the same things together because well, we're, that's how we ended up being friends in the first place. Yeah. You know, shipping kind of created our friendship and I think that's beautiful. Kind of, sort of, in a weird way. We're not going to say where or how or why because we have some amount of tact. That's between us and the good Lord Jesus Christ. And everyone else who knows where that where we were. <laughs> Which, yep. if, they, they, if, they, if, they, if they were already there too, then it's like, ah, oh, yeah, you're being dragged down with us. <laughs> Hi, hi to everybody who who knows what that's about. If you know what website we were on, then like, hey, you understand why we're not saying names. Yes, at least publicly. Mm-hmm. But maybe yeah, publicly we, though. We we've always kind of like I don't know agreed on a lot of the same stuff, and even if we don't agree, then. You know, it's it's really not a big deal. <laughs> I think also, like, our disagreements are on stuff, like, we're rarely also attached to as well. Yeah. Or, like, you give me a Yakuza pairing, and I don't really do any Yakuza shipping. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not because I dislike the series, as you know. It's more of... I just don't really ship anyone in that. For It's, it's not, not really your thing. It's, uh, it's not really my thing. Do I think they should all fight each other? Absolutely. <laughs> Yes, and I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. Their love language is violence. <laughs> it is. I will Yay. say, um, my my very strong opinion about Ooh. Yakuza is oh, that um, it. Majima and Saijima are, 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 they belong together. I Listen, I know that Kiryu and Majima is like a big thing, and, and I get it. I get it. I really do. It, there's, it's not like there's no basis for it. But... You're wrong. Well, I just feel like Kiryu is just so, like, unsexual. I, I feel like Kiryu is definitely ace. I that, mean... That's, that's my I, personal headcanon for him. I mean, didn't, didn't the developers say that basically he's never had sex? I mean, they, they've implied it. And like, Which it, is it, incredible. It Not because of any one thing, but because he is really hot. It's true. He's very hot. He's, he's a very, very he's a very attractive older man, and you're trying to tell this fan base, hey, he's never had sex before, and all of them are like, I believe you because of the writing, but also that feels impossible. <laughs> Have you it's seen like, him? 
he's 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 gorgeous. He's like the most beautiful man alive. And also, he has um, a lovely voice that can just like read a phone book at you. And a big big celebration for um the the announcement of the the new Yakuza game. Um the man who erased it, his name. That which is a badass name. That's that's very cool. Secret agent Kiryu with Spider-Man abilities. So happy, happy announcement to like a dragon guide and the man who erased his name. Thank you very much. But but that's yes. my strong opinion is that I think Majima and Saijima have like a lot more history and a lot more going on. So he gave him a Kirby. He gave him a Kirby. Gave him a Kirby. They're that's in the, love. That's my that's my favorite version of that video. <laughs> I know it's like a melon, I believe, is the original thing he gave. I don't remember what the original is. It's been too long. It was a, it was a watermelon. Yeah, yeah, it was like a watermelon. And instead, it's photoshopped Kirby into it. And I'm like, and yes, actually, I would love to receive a Kirby from you, Majima. Yes. And, and you know the love was real because Saijima loved Majima, even though Majima was the ugliest 20-year-old I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's, it's weird because like him at 24 years old hot 24 after being like tortured and starved for a year <laughs> and having an eye pulled out of his skull much more attractive than him at 20 it's really weird <laughs> somehow it works anyway <laughs> don't ask questions <laughs> but i guess um that's that's the long way of saying that it's like i i guess i'm not super invested in like fandom stuff i mean i I have my things I enjoy, and because a lot of other people don't enjoy the same things that I do, I I think my um maybe my biggest fandom win lately was um so with Dynasty Warriors, uh one of my friends and I started shipping Chen Gong and Guo Jia as a joke because they both hate each other. <laughs> and, the classic. And it's, it's it's so fun to see these two intelligent men just become miserable toddlers in each other's presence. <laughs> No, I, I have one, and it, it's uh, so I have I have my issues with the rival shipping, sort of as like mm -hmm. a concept, because it's just like right. you get like two guys who hate each other, and it's like oh they should kiss. I'm like, eh, maybe hate sex, but not 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 like a dating relationship. They would kill each other. Not, not like a sustainable relationship. No, and no like cottage core version of this, my friends. <laughs> But, um, because, you know, it's like, because you have two, you have very different types of rivalries. You have A, you know, your Ryus and Kens, you know, friends, yes. friends to the day they die, fight each other for self-improvement, not very heavily shipped, actually, which is the funny part, <laughs> versus is, the much more antagonistic version, which is Kyo and Iori from King of Fighters, which is the most popular ship. Yes. And they hate each other immensely <laughs> and i think it's beautiful <laughs> but then you have the real gay one which is which is from tekken i don't know what lily and oscar are on but it is gay it is yeah it's like what's gayer like a straight up normal lesbian couple or whatever the hell those two have going on <laughs> do you know whatever the hell those two have going on because it got more weird <laughs> i i don't know but I... I'm a little afraid. <laughs> okay, so apparently Lily bought Asuka's house and dojo and stuffed it full of roses at one point. And I'm like, I'm starting to feel like 
there's not a heterosexual explanation for this. Wow. Like, I know it's supposed to be antagonistic, but, like, that's kind of gay. Okay, but it's, like, something can be antagonistic, but also, like, super fucking homosexual. And this is super fucking homosexual. And then I started to realize that I also ship Karin and Sakura from Street Fighter. And I'm like, I looked down in my hands and I saw two nickels. And it's weird that it happened twice. This this is just like, oh my god! This is the woman version of it's a Russian taunt. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Yeah. Oh no, she's from Monaco. It's a Monacan taunt. It's a Monacan taunt. It's very French. I stuffed your house full of roses, so you can love me, love you. I mean, fight me. Okay. Same thing. Same thing, really. No, it's not. <laughs> but. I, I think there's, like, so much joy in um, shipping this dumb little ship purely on a joke and then, like, hearing, like, three other people in the fandom clapping enthusiastically and realizing they also shipped it. At, at the very back of the theater. So you, re- so like, you know they care. And it's like, good, I can draw these two idiots together in, like, any context and, and I, y'all will approve. I am so happy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I, I'm not like a big rival shipping person I mean again Naruto and Sasuke totally missed me but um I do think there is a beauty in like people who just become their worst selves around each other <laughs> in like oh, yeah. kind of a gay way <laughs> in the gayest way possible but yeah, like, I, I haven't gotten into a lot of fandom arguments over the years, because I, I, every time I ever got into one, it was just the worst. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I'm arguing with some random person of whether or not these characters should do a thing, or it's like something... It's never was over anything worth arguing over, in my opinion. Yeah, it's... It, it just, it it always felt like a losing battle for all parties. I feel like that says something. It's just a yeah. losing battle and we all have lost. We've lost. We've lost the light of Jesus, Vishnu, um, maybe Thor? Eh, Ganesh. no. Eh, no. Definitely Gilgamesh. No, not Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh would absolutely love a petty, stupid argument. Yeah. Gilgamesh but, would be like, no, argue harder. The The only winning move is not to play. I love war games. I'm, Strauss, I'm really pissed off. You said Gilgamesh, and and because we're talking about shit that happened in the early aughts, um, unprecedented in my brain, Girugamesh. <laughs> oh, you God. remember Girugamesh? Yeah, no, for those who don't know, we're, we're mentioning, of all things, fate stay anything which as far as i know is a series we both don't like i was talking about the sakura con um no i that's i know exactly what you're talking about it's the sakura con video with the one like goth guy goes gilgamesh no he says gilgamesh strauss get it right okay it's been a while since i've seen it admittedly strauss you baka gaijin (laughs) it's not wrong though 
But yeah, it, Gilgamesh from a uh, fate stay, fate grand order, fate what have you. Yeah, he's he's a different guy. He's a blonde guy. <laughs> Very but, boring. Um, I prefer my. I I only prefer the original Gilgamesh. Yes. I want oh, my I mean, large Sumerian weirdo. Yes. We love a large Sumerian weirdo. King of Earth. Is that the same thing? I, Basically the same thing. I, I don't know. Anyway, point is, is that fandom nonsense from the 2000s was very much watching people argue incessantly on the internet about really stupid bullshit being weirdly misogynistic towards female characters a lot of the times that was a big part of it yeah and, and like i i don't know if like there's any sort of i i don't really feel especially nostalgic for this period of time because it's like so much of that was just kind of horrible <laughs> i i don't either weirdly enough like I, I kind of miss, like, the aspect of going on the internet and just finding random shit for stuff you mm -hmm. liked. Like, instead of having to, like, purposely seek it out in the same way you do now. Right. No, I, I, I miss the days where there was no algorithms involved. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss no algorithms. I, I miss no machine learning or AI nonsense. Or... I, I miss the internet not being, like, this carefully scripted highly mechanized you know catered for your enjoyment kind of thing that it's become and maybe i'm just saying that because it felt different back in my day but i mean it was because a lot of because you know there wasn't like four websites and they and half of them didn't and the ones that did exist didn't have algorithms mm-hmm I mean, it, I, I would say back in my day is wrong. But in this case, actually, back in our day, quite literally, if you went onto the internet, everything was just chronologically ordered. <laughs> yeah. Which is why AO3 is still the only good website left on the internet. Oh, AO3. For all of your problems, you have no ads. And if I want to find something, I just have to click backwards enough until I find it. It's like yeah, you got some shit going on, but you know you've you've got also got some stuff that you're you're doing okay. Unless someone deleted it, which sometimes happens. That that's a different yes. problem. That's a different issue. <laughs> Entirely different. And if someone wants to leave their work off the internet off of your off your site, then that's their prerogative. Even if I don't necessarily like that idea, live in your shame, like I do. Deal with it. Deal with it. You gotta deal with it. You never Go ahead. That's that's our profound wisdom from the top of the mountain on um shipping and yeah. fandom culture and what it was like when yeah. we were young. Remember being young, Strauss? Yeah, I miss having knees that worked properly. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> I horribly damaged them both. In the war. <laughs> the skeleton war? That's another story. Strauss, we haven't drafted for that yet. I don't know. I filled out a draft card. What are you talking about? I filled out that draft yeah, card 12 draft years card. ago. You didn't get a draft card. Don't fucking lie to me. 
<laughs> that's not a joke. I do have a draft card. I, Ooh. Yeah, no, that's the thing I had to sign when I was 18. Ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you thought that was a joke. No, I meant it. I I did think it was a joke. No, yeah. it wasn't. Ooh. When I turned when when I turned 18, I got sent in the mail a draft card from the US military, and if I didn't sign fully sign it, it would have been a problem. <laughs> legally Fucking speaking. Yikes. Yeah, and the uh, my other friend, because I was slightly older than the rest of my class, was who was also like that was my friend Ben. Mm-hmm. And his, he got his a bit later because he, you know, I I turned, I'm like a couple months older than he is. Right. So it's just like, yeah. And we were talking about it once. I was like, yeah, I had to fill out my draft card. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's weird, right? He's like, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> things that are, things that you thought were a joke until you realized I very much meant I signed out a governmental form. <laughs> they would reject me on the spot. <laughs> mm. uh, mostly for the flat feet, actually. Huh. Weird fun facts. Did you see it coming? No. Is it true? Surprisingly enough, yes. But anyway. I, I, I wouldn't have guessed that, but all right. See, this is how I know you didn't get a draft card. Because you're like, wait, that's a thing? I'm like, yes. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. But anyway, is there any uh, other shipping nonsense things you want to talk about? Um, Including nonsense that you just participated in that is nonsense because it's funny? Uh, Strauss, you want to talk about real person shipping since I uh, I did yeah, mention that no, earlier? Yeah, we, did, we, we should probably talk about the very weird state of real person fanfic. That's a thing. Yeah, that it... I... N- it's a thing that, like, a lot of people are, like, weirdly really chill with. Yeah, it's, I always, okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna state my opinion, then you could say either yes, uh-huh. you fully agree, or right. no, you don't. I always found it very strange. Uh-huh. Because it's like, this is a person who exists, now obviously they, they don't read this shit nine times out of ten. Yeah. Unless they're like an internet personality, where in that case they think it's hilarious. Sometimes they think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, for me, it's just like, it's very odd to go into it and be like, ah, yes, here is a fanfic of Markiplier and, I don't know, insert internet personality here. One of those other video game dudes. Take your pick. I don't care. But, I know many more of them, but I don't. Uh, you know what? Let's hear Gerard the Completionist. Let's add a, let's add a nice beard into this. Ooh, ooh uh, an esoteric ship. A little yeah. bit uh, out there. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get weird. Real weird. All right. But, I mean, my my take on it, Um, you know, far be it from me to, you know... Tell somebody, you know, you can't do that. That's weird. It's like, if you want to write your, like, stories about your favorite video game dude and and you want to write them in your journal and you want to keep those because it makes you happy, um, you know, that's that's your business and I'm, I'm not going to, you know, criticize that. But it's like, I just remember when Supernatural... Remember when Supernatural was a big thing, Strauss? I remember, remember Supernatural. the Super Hulak days. You remember Super Hulak? Pepperidge Farm remembers. I sadly um, also remember. Yeah, I, I wish I didn't remember. Someone who's um, none of those things. I distinctly remember this period of time where people would 
they would write fan fiction about Jensen Ackles, which is a name, and a name. Misha Collins, which is also a name. That's also a name, and and they would like they would write this stuff, which okay, and then they would like take it to fan meetups and show it to the actors they'd written about, which okay. <laughs> Those two and, men deserve all the awards for not I just, being, like, way more weird about it, as weird as they like, could have been. I, I I can think of, like, there there are a few, like, fandom, like, popular people that I really... I, okay, if I ever got the chance to meet Robin Atkins Downs, I would, like, I would I would be so happy. I I would be so happy, and I would probably want his autograph. But it's like I can't imagine writing a fan fiction about him and the guy who voices Heavy, and then like, here you go, read this. What do you think? I feel like it's different when it's their characters versus them. As... No, it's, it's it's writing about the dudes. It's writing yeah. about the, like the the dudes themselves. Okay, the so people. I'm gonna ask you a very interesting side question to this. It it connects to it. Yeah. But it's a very interesting sort of weird other, like, weird offshot. How do you deal with this with for wrestling content? Um. Because that one's, like, halfway, that that's, like, half in the door of being the real person and half in the door of being, like, because, like, The Undertaker's not a zombie wizard. He's a guy named Mark Calloway who lives in Texas. You don't know he's not a zombie wizard. No, I know he's zombie not. Zombie wizards can be named Mark. Well, I mean, this one case is named Mark, but I know for a fact that it, Mark Calloway is not a zombie wizard. You don't know that. And I hate to say it, Sardo. I, I remember the real American badass portion of his career. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was a ruse. It was a clever ruse, Strauss, to hide his real identity. <laughs> I prefer the zombie wizard versus post-retirement Undertaker, okay? <laughs> But I mean, I I get what you mean though. That it's like there's there's the the kayfabe there. There's like the the you know playing a character. It, it like I find like the wrestling fi fanfic side of it is like so complicated because it's like this weird like gray area. And as we know about gray zones from Yakuza Seven, yes, good people live there. They do. And <laughs> that's a weird. It still reference. feels. <laughs> that's like that's a very deeply political statement, and I'm like, well, in fan fiction terms, it's wrestling. <laughs> it it still feels weird. It feels really weird. I mean, and that's just my personal opinion. I I don't love it. I don't I don't want to read about Stone Cold Steve Austin getting railed. I don't like that idea. Yeah, but I mean, what if I wrote about El Santo pile driving El Chupacabra? See, that's the kind of fan fiction I can get behind. I, if, someone, if someone write that, it doesn't already exist. Mexico's greatest hero deserves to fight its greatest cryptid. <laughs> yes, this is this is all true. I think he would agree. Uh, but... I'm surprised it's not a movie. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel like with wrestlers, it's like they're still real people at the end of the day. I, you know, I don't it, know. It, that also kind of extends for me for like when it's in live action, it feels a bit weirder for me. 
Like that's my weird yeah. sort of take. Like when it's an anime blorbo, like who gives a shit? That's that that's a two D thing that isn't a real right. person, or like a video game character. That's just a bunch of polygons. Sometimes yeah. more than whole other games. Look at you, two B's butt. <laughs> you you've seen you've seen that graph. <laughs> oh oh, girl, you are so many polygon polygons thick. No, no, it's uh, the entirety of Ocarina of Time. It's polygon count yeah. could fit entirety in 2B's ass alone. It's true. Yeah, I've, I've I love seen that. it. I love that one. It's just like, you know, the skirt goes up and it's... Fucking Yoko Taro, man. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I don't know. For me, when it's like a live action property, it gets a bit weirder. Because I remember how, like, weird, because like, we mentioned Super Hulock, how, like, weird that got at the end of it. I do remember someone said that the, the big downfall of Doctor Who's pop popularity in the United States and on the internet came around when they put Peter Capaldi as the new Doctor. And the Doctor <laughs> stop, stopped being a hot young guy and started being an old Brit Scottish man. Because these people are cowards. They are cowards. <laughs> Even if I know for a fact that Capaldi's run was just not good. <laughs> not his yeah, fault. No, I, I heard the episodes were bad. It, none of it was Capaldi's fault. But it's like, you know, a lot of Doctor Who isn't fantastic, but people were willing to ignore it because it was being played by David Tennant or the, the fucking other dude. Uh, Matt Smith. You're thinking Matt yeah, Smith. Yeah, that guy. That yeah, dude. <laughs> the one with the much taller head. Yeah. David Tennant seems like a cool guy, though. I'd hang out with David Tennant. No, like, no hate to any of the, the fine men who have played Doctor Who. Um, also, Christopher Eccleston was the best Doctor. Oh, no. One of them was John Hurt at one point. In, like, one of the specials. Yeah. And John Hurt but, is but fun. I, John Hurt was Aragorn, is. but only in the only in the cartoon one. But I mean, in terms of like a lot of the the more mainstream doctors, I yeah. guess uh, recent doctors, I think is maybe the more accurate term. Mm-hmm. Because Classic Who had, of course, Tom Baker and his many and his massive scarf. Yes, and we love that was a good good. scarf. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I agree. It's like when it's like live action stuff. It it starts mm -hmm. becoming a, like for me too. It starts becoming a bit otter it, it, it's why like all the mcu stuff i'm like i don't want to imagine my spider-man is baby face tom holland no i don't want to imagine it as like andrew garfield the maybe actually best spider-man with the worst movies <laughs> i feel so bad for him he was so he... good as spider-man and the movies are so bad <laughs> He he tried his best. He really gave it his all. He 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 understood that Spider Man is an annoying idiot when he's yes, fighting he people. Did. Oh no! By one weakness, very small knives. And Tobey Maguire had the best movies. He he did. He really did. But it's just like it's weird when you say like, "Oh, here's your Spider Man," and I'm like, "That's a person." That's not that's that's a man no spider that's a man <laughs> except spider's also, man my favorite spider-man joss do you want to hear do, do you want to hear my great um original spider-man idea no go for it 
And I, I swear to God, if if any of you listeners fucking steal this from me, I'll I'll cry. <laughs> Original Spider-Man, do not steal. Hey, what is it? Um, Australian Spider-Man. <laughs> his his name is George Speederman. Um, it, it's spelled Spider-Man with with two N's, but it's pronounced Speederman. Um, he is. He was born a tarantula. He was born a little baby tarantula, and then um. He got into some uh, chaw from a, a worker at a nuclear power plant, and he got like radioactive powers from stepping in that chew. And he he got he got turned into a man-sized spider. And two loving human parents found him, and they raised him as their own. And now he's a giant spider that dresses like Crocodile Dundee, and he's a very nice young man. Well, uh, well, you know what? That's that's almost as as good as my favorite one, which is Spider's Man. Do you know Spider's Man? Like Spider's George? No. So this is a, this is an actual Spider-Man that has been in the comics. It mm-hmm. is uh, a bunch of spiders that think they're Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. I've seen this. Which is great. Mm-hmm. That is good. <laughs> it's just a bunch of spiders formed into the visage of Spider-Man. <laughs> that is good. That That's a good one. That's clever. Yeah. Spider's Man. <laughs> But just think, that was my original spider But, you know, think about it this way. If across the Spider-Verse, which I ha- haven't seen yet, but if what everyone's telling me is true, officially speaking, yours is canon. Think I'm about so that. happy. He's real. He's a real boy. Paul Speederman is real. Uh, George, George Speederman. <laughs> well, maybe his father's name's Paul. Maybe. And he has but a, also, um... his uncle Saul. <laughs> And and George's George's uncle Uncle Ben was uh un- Uncle Benji was was another tarantula uh, and he got stepped on and it was uh, very traumatic. Uncle, uncle Benji, he didn't even <laughs> didn't even make it. Got got trod on. <laughs> yeah, he got trod on, mate. That's not even Australian. I'm 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 doing I'm some yeah. kind of UK accent now. <laughs> and Bob's young. It, it, they're very close together. Which is really a shame, and I should not do it because I have actual family from Australia. I I know they don't follow my Twitter, so they never see this. But like, there is a non-zero percent chance that they do. Um, apologies to Strauss's Australian. Yeah, uh, apologies to my family. Also, hi. Also, hello. I haven't seen you in a while. Hope you guys are all doing all right. But yeah, I guess we're getting off into the weeds now. Yeah. So uh, that was shipping. As um, we remember it. As two as people who, who are Troy from Community coming back into the chaos. We brought pizza. We did. We so brought yeah. several of them. Anyway, uh, before we go, sorry, you got anything you've been watching recently or reading? Anything fun? Oh, um... Let's see here. Actually, I started uh, reading. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to run to my book pile real quick. I'll be right back. All right. So Sarah's currently going to the book pile. I have no idea what's in this book pile, but it's a book pile. All right. Okay. All right. What is it? Got my books. That was me setting down my books. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been reading. Clock Striker, Ooh. and uh, it's it's a manga. It's by Isaka Galadima, with Ooh. art by Frederick L. Jones. 
really, really interesting kind of, um, little bit steampunky kind of like quasi-futuristic adventure manga. Uh, also has a black protagonist. Ooh. Really, really excellent, beautiful art. Uh, I'm on volume one right now, and the character designs are sick. Like, I'll be real, this, um, a lot of the character work reminds me of, like, some of the better stuff from Soul Eater. Ooh-hoo! So, that's been good. Uh, finished the Yakuza's Bias, was, which was great. Also good, uh, also good. Started reading uh, Cutie Honey by Go Nagai, which has been interesting. Um, uh, I bet it's been very horny. Uh, it's extremely horny. And it's really weird to see it in like that that art style, which I, I, I guess I don't know. Maybe I, I don't have a lot of experience with Gonagai's work because it's like, I don't associate this art style with like intense horniness. Yeah, but that's one of the things about Gonagai's work that people don't re realize. His big important thing to the to the manga and anime world was in introducing an absurd horny bent to it. <laughs> Yes, and it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, and... it, it's it's my favorite thing where everyone's just like, oh, wow. It's everyone first learns when they read, like, Devil Man or any of that stuff. It's like, wow, there's a lot more tits in this than I thought. Yes. <laughs> Which is the same experience I had with Inuyasha when I've read the manga for the first time. And then, like, a girl just shows up with her tits out, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> shockingly nude and that one's by a woman so it's way more like the titty's very nice oh yeah very well done it's just um, like you're just not prepped for it and you want to hear the last thing i'm reading oh hell yeah straw you, you know um you so i picked this up because this was available from another library I am reading the light novel, Do You Love Your Mom and Her Two-Hit Multi-Target Attacks. Oh, no, that that is! Why do I know what that is? You know what that is. I do, and I hate myself. You do. I'm going to go you throw myself into... Oh, God. I, I, this is, let this be testament to, like, how much I like and care about my coworkers, because when I went to go pick this up from Hold, I, I'm actually like, hey, so-and-so, check it out, and I hold it up, and I'm like, do, do you, do you love her? <laughs> it's, um, kind of what you'd expect. Yeah. Well, I, I instead, I recently read the book Uprooted by uh, Naomi Novik. Mm -hmm. It's very Polish. Very nice. It's about a lady who gets selected by a local wizard for, for reasons. That sounds good. You'd like it, actually. You should read it. Huh. I'll check it out. I've, I've read some of her other stuff, and it's been good, so. Yeah. It's a good book. I will look look at you, Mr. Classy. <laughs> I don't say that. I'm, my book club's now reading Conan, and it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm the cause for us reading Conan the Barbarian. 
We're we're the trashiest book club, aren't we? <laughs> if if it was us specifically, we absolutely would. <laughs> we would read nothing but like either incredibly high-minded work or absolute trash and no in-betweens. But anyway, a little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. But yeah, that's what I just read like a week ago. Very cool. I've been playing Street Fighter Six, as you know. I I need to get a copy. Strauss, what's what's your review on it so far? Um, I've only really played the world tour mode, and I've gotten to be yelled, texted by jury, so I'm winning. Mm-hmm. Very I've been, nice. I've been texted by Chung Lee. That's been fun. Ryu can't text outside of being like an old person. That that doesn't surprise me at all. It it really doesn't, but it's delightful. It it is so nice, but yeah, uh, it's been fun. Yeah, very nice. In the meantime, I guess we should end this podcast episode now. Probably so. So well, yeah, um, thank you all for listening to us ramble on about the internet for a spell. I don't know. Next time we'll probably have something a bit less nebulous and weird. You want to talk about berserk next week? Ooh, I'd like that. Yeah, let's talk about Berserk next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, we get to be sad about Berserk next week. That's fun. Right. And by fun, I mean we're going to make ourselves really depressed. Yay. Yay. Anyway, folks, uh, that's Sardo. You can find him on the Twitters at Autopsy Garlands and Marquee Belisle for the art account. Mm-hmm. Or Twitch um, with Uncle Death. You stream Mondays at 8.30 p.m. A... Eastern Standard Time or 6.30 Mountain Time. Mountain Standard Time. I'm and usually you there. Are there. Yeah, I'm usually More there because I can be. And I, I'm officially count as part of the show, apparently. I, I, I'm your sidekick. You're, you're, you're a feature. You are my loyal sidekick. I, I'm the max. No, wait. Is, is that one? Oh, God. No, yeah, no, you're this. I'm the max to your Sam. That's true. It's it's very true. <laughs> I I like that I'm Sam. You get to be the dog. Oh, very good. You you get and to you get you, you get to wear pants. Be lucky. <laughs> and you are at Almighty Strauss. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, on uh, on, on Twitch. Twitch, mostly on Twitch. Yeah, I mean. I'm on Twitter here and there. I mostly just like fan art. <laughs> and you stream Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays at uh, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. That's usually when I start. I know I say 7 to 8.30, but I haven't started at 7.30 in like two years. <laughs> I really should stop saying the 7.30 part. <laughs> it's been so, so around then. Yeah, usually somewhere around those, the, the, those two points and hey we're almost done with near automata and you're going to be on for uh the next one which is strong bad's cool game for attractive people yeah so that's exciting that's looking gonna, forward to it. i am super excited for that because i haven't played that since high school oh it's gonna be so good yeah Please. speaking of going back to the past yeah which uh, this is this is one of the good things though yeah. we will talk about Homestore runner a different day Yes. Maybe next week if we don't decide to do Berserk. Who knows? We'll find out. 
Yeah, we'll see. We shall we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Night, Bye. everybody. Goodbye. Bye.